0: Here we are, we're back, episode 37 of Built for Better. Today I had Ty Lauti jump on. Uh, really, really good chat um, about leaving his full time job to pursue his passion of starting his clothing brand and how his clothing brand is being shipped internationally after only two months. Uh, really good message behind the brand and really good message just about self-development and being the best version of yourself. Uh, but before we get into it, let's roll the intro. I'm
1: sick of us not
0: doing this right. That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more. I'm
1: sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more wasted energy spinning a place for every hour away. I need an escape to send me. And I don't mean to make a rush for the door, but time's a currency, I'm currently poor. I'll be leaving it soon. I not mean to be rude, but this scene ain't for me. Like your mom seeing
0: your news. Like Here we are, it's thanks it's for jumping on, brother. All good, bro, appreciate it. How's your day been? Uh yeah,
1: bro. So what time is it now? Two o'clock fire out. Bro. Time's gone pretty quick, man. It's been hectic, bro, but um, so far, so good cuz.
0: Tell, tell us just in a short, um, short as you can, what you do now, cause we'll get into it in a minute, but just give a brief. Yeah, bro,
1: all good. Um, bro, so right now, bro, I'm just running, um, so I'm running, uh, my clothing brand Relentless from home. So I pretty much left my job about four months ago to run this full time, man. Um, but so far, so good, bro. Um, I used to do a bit of speaking, I used to do a bit of uh, motivational speaking until COVID-19 hit. Uh, so I had, to, I had to adjust and adapt, bro. Um, but yeah,
0: now running full-time from home, bro. What, uh, when you said motivational speaking, what did that involve?
1: Yeah, man, so uh, so motivational speaking, bro. So pretty much going and sharing um, you know, my life story, my experiences uh, on stage. And basically, bro, just talking about resilience. Because um, I feel like my life, bro, just evolved around the whole topic of resilience. And um, I just know, bro, there are thousands of people uh, who were able to relate to my story. And so I felt that was the perfect opportunity, bro, just to connect with people face-to-face um, on a real personal level, bro. So it's getting, it's speaking engagements, uh, speaking events, bro, and just getting pretty much getting in front of people, bro, and just getting, um, getting real personal on a real personal level, bro.
0: Tell us a little bit about the first time you got on stage and the first few times. How was that? Oh, cause bro, I, let, let me tell you what, bro.
1: Um, confidence, bro. Confidence is, it's honestly, bro. I, I come from a real confident family, bro. We'll, we we'll, we we'll, we'll pretty, we we'll pretty much a loud bunch, man. And but jumping on stage, bro, was a whole different confidence sort of thing, you bro. Um, but I just kind of, bro. I just kind of went with the, with the punches, bro. Look, I all I had was just um, two. Uh, two key points to go off man and but pretty much just based my story around those two key points A uh, little nerve-wracking bro uh, i'm not gonna lie um but as as you go on bro
0: you 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 get you get used to the whole nerve wracks and being in front of people bro before we come back and talk about relentless and and everything else uh tell us a little bit about your upbringing yeah bro so um because i
1: come from a family of seven um i'm the middle child bro and uh i was brought up i was raised i was raised up in new zealand um we were we were born in we were born in west auckland uh but we were raised up in south auckland um but bro and a lot of a lot of a lot of i can i can speak on it because i have experience on it but a lot of polynesians um have a very similar upbringing in the background um basically bro what i come from a family bro with seasonal jobs was pretty much the only thing that we had, only because, um, I guess, as siblings, um, as brothers and sisters, bro, we kind of filtered into their lifestyle because my mom and dad weren't able to speak English properly. Um, But there were only very, very minimal English, bro, so the only jobs they were able to get at the time was just seasonal work. So that seasonal work, um, man, anything you can think of, bro, uh, bro, you name it. Uh, Kiwi fruit picking, grapes, onions, pumpkin, carrot, uh, potato, all of that bro just hard labor work um but i probably started i think uh the youngest age i started um labor work bro was pretty much at the age of six so probably just shortly after i started um i learned how to walk bro and that's not only me bro, but all of my siblings not just myself but my siblings and my parents included um and because because our house um our little house so we for a family on nine stayed in a three bedroom home. Um, but it was very, very small bedrooms, bro. Um because it was far away from the farms where we were working on, we didn't have enough money, bro, to be to, you know, to be forking a pendulum to get back and forth, bro. So we used to camp out on site, bro, and we used to sleep inside wooden boxes. Um and that was on a day-to-day basis, bro. Um onion leaves, we we kind of just grabbed a whole bunch of onion leaves, bro, just spread it out as like a bed mattress. Um and just like massive boxes, bro, just put together. Put a tarp over the boxes, bro, and we just pretty much slipped in those boxes throughout the week. And that's that's the kind of that's the kind of family I grew up. Bro, some people will look at it, bro, as like a really harsh upbringing. And I know people have different different upbringings, bro, that I can't talk on. Um, but bro, we had the best experience, bro. We had the clearest skies, bro. We used to look up in the stars, man, and um, and uh, bro, I'm pretty much very tight with my with my with my siblings. So I'm best friends with my sisters, but I'm best friends with my brothers. Um, and I guess that's just kind of something that we had, um, growing up, bro, you know, whether we, whether we have a harsh life or easy life, um, we just know that looking left, looking right, bro, my brothers and siblings, my brothers and sisters, um, were there with me, bro. So that's, that's pretty much just in a
0: nutshell. Um, that was pretty much the upbringing, man. Yeah. I love it. And, um, you know, the forming a relentless, like where'd the name come from? Where, where did it start? I guess. Yeah, man. Um,
1: so 2015, bro, I moved over to uh, to Australia. I moved over to Australia in 2015. And it was just an impulsive decision, bro. Uh, I came to Australia because I pretty much want to, like, I, I honestly, I was, I was in search of just something more, bro. Um, me and my brothers, bro, we were hard cases back in New Zealand, man. Um, bro, just drink driving on a daily basis bro all was the norms for us drink driving man causing trouble going on the streets bro anybody who looked at us weird bro literally we'll just walk over bro and just cause trouble um and I just kind of found that bro like the cycle that was the kind of cycle bro that was just almost impossible to get out of the time um and so moving to Australia bro it wasn't nothing was planned nothing was in place but I literally just woke up in the morning and I was like bro let's just go let's go so I told my mum, bro, and my mum was on board of it. Um, and then the following week, bro, I find myself here in Australia. Um, no plans, no nothing, man. I guess it was just kind of taking that first step, bro, and then just letting everything else filter into
0: place. How old were you when you decided that, 2015?
1: Ah, how old was I? I think I was 22. How old am I now? Yeah, 22. Just turned 23. Just turned 23, bro. Um, So I was old enough to make my own decisions, bro, but... Um, being surrounded by my whole family, man, we just kind of relied on each other. So me branching up, bro, as this little guinea pig coming to Australia, but I didn't honestly, I didn't know what to expect, man. But just to take my first step um, and just let everything else filter into place. And I guess that's kind of how um, coming back to your question, bro, how relentless kind of formed because um, I wanted a name uh, to describe myself uh, as a person and also my family's upbringing, um, and that's, that's how it came across. So the name relentless, bro. If you don't, uh, you if you can see it, um, but you have the normal spelling of real and then you have the other word relentless, bro. And I just, when you look at the, when you look at the meanings behind those two words, bro, the, the meanings are very powerful. And there are so many people who relate to the same story, but at first I was like, man, this is, this is a cool name, uh, to come up with, but to describe my upbringing, my family's upbringing, only to realize, bro, there were thousands of other people who relate to it. So I kind of got the word real and relentless
0: married it together
1: and then you have that
0: how good and yeah, when man. you um when you come to australia did you come on your own did any siblings come no nah, man bro it was just me and i can't believe it,
1: bro yeah no nah, bro just me cold turkey man and uh, i had i had cousins bro who are bro, but it's cousins that i've never seen like since i was baby bro so it's so it's kind of it was almost like just a brand new thing, trying to create a relationship with them. Like, you know, starting conversations, it was a little awkward, bro, because, um, you know, you haven't seen the guys, but you just know you're related to them. Um, and it just kind of built from that. They were, I was very lucky, bro, that I was able to stay with them at the time. Um, but because they were brought up and they are all uh, harsh and typical, because I've got a Samoan background, bro. So we've got a very, uh, very strict culture um, in terms of like cause and values and who you listen to making sure you're listening to the elders, bro. Otherwise, you get the backhand. Um, so they're very strict on that, bro. So I was there with them for about maybe a year and a half, bro, and then I just kind of took off, man. Uh, just got real overwhelming with how much money I needed to give to them, bro. Um, it's just a massive culture thing, bro. I could sit here on and on, bro, and explain it to you, man, but I know we do not at the time. So um, a year and a half with them, bro, and then I just kind of spread my own wings, man, and just um, – Kind of flocked off to you know finding out for me to stay in and just to spread my wings bro and just kind of figure out what
0: i want to do and uh, any other family in australia now
1: yeah because so uh, i was uh, the first year bro i was pretty much the guinea pig for my family um and then after the year after year had passed my family was like oh yeah no he's surviving um you know he's floating so we'll just go over and see what he's up to and then um four years later bro i've got my my younger brother here i've got my my three sisters here the only two remaining are my two older brothers back at home in New Zealand, bro. So, um, and my mom just flies back and forth, bro.
0: Where do you feel like you'd be if you're still living in New Zealand?
1: Cause, bro, I'd be oh, man. It's just almost cliche, bro. Like, especially with, if any Polynesian was to hear this, bro. It's almost a cliche saying to say, um, bro, if I, if I wasn't here, bro, I'd be behind bars, I'd be in prison. But, like, in all honesty, in all honesty, bro, I'd probably be behind bars, bro, causing trouble. Um, Man, and just in the same cycle because I was so bad, or my brother's man, it was just that when I was. And if I was to explain my story now, people wouldn't notice my background, they wouldn't know my history. Um, but this is all this is the whole this is the product of what you get when you surround yourself with positive people and and you surround yourself with people who are wanting to achieve more, who are wanting to seek more. Um, and this is what it is, bro. You know, it's all up to you, but whether you want to, um, you know. Surround yourself with people who are just gonna tell you, man, let's just go get on get on a piss or you know, let's go get high or let's go causing troubles. Or, man, you can find yourself doing much better things, bro, reaching new places, reaching new grounds, speaking in front of fun, bro. I spoke, to, I spoke at an event, bro, and I was the only Polynesian person there. Who would have thought, cuz I'll be at home other, either in prison or drink driving. But here I am, bro, speaking in front of people, bro, on resilience, man. So um, definitely a blessing, man, for sure.
0: How good. When you said you come to Australia searching for more, do you think you found what you're looking for? No.
1: At the time, bro, I honestly didn't know what I was looking for. Um, all I knew, bro, was just like from my from my whole upbringing, man, probably the the biggest thing that I, could, that I was carrying at the time, bro, was just I'm, I, I was really physically active, bro. Um, just because of my whole background, bro, being in labor, um, labor work. Um, bro, that's, that's pretty much what I had, bro. So I didn't know what I was looking for at first. So I, um, I came across another cousin, another family friend, let's just say, um, who played for the Manly Eagles at the time. He's now overseas in the UK. Uh, and he was like, bro, why don't you just go try, try playing rugby? And I just told him, bro, I was like, oh, I don't even know where I'll go, bro. All I want to do, bro, is just I just want to hurt someone. He's like, bro, go try your luck. Go try your luck down at the, the local rugby club. So Colliton, Colliton Colts was the, uh, the first place I went to, man. And, bro, I just, oh, it was a good feeling, bro, taking my frustration out on people legally. So it was cool, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because, bro, I was just, man, I was just hurting people. but I really wanted to hurt people taking my frustration out. Um, but as I went, bro, like, as, as I was doing those things, I was getting involved with much, like a lot more activities, uh, community, um, society, uh, bro. I was even finding myself going into the gym a lot more. Um, bro, just learning a lot more about commitment and, and teamwork. Teamwork was a massive thing, bro. I knew nothing about teamwork, bro. Um, bro. And even found myself doing Zumba classes. Oh man, (laughs) Zumba classes far out, bro. It was so sick, man. Um, and yeah, bro, just from there, man, I just sort of like slowly filtered into the whole process of learning, learning a lot more about stuff only because I was exposing myself to a lot more things as opposed to um, going out every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday and getting drunk yeah. um, to now exposing myself to like different, bro, new things, man. Far out doing Zumba classes, bro, Far because you don't see much
0: islanders. Do, oh, well, you do,
1: bro, but not where I was from, man. So now
0: nah, that's it. And um, tell us about Relentless 2016 to now. Tell us how it's evolved.
1: Tell yeah, man. So, um, yeah, bro. So, it's, uh, bro, current situations right now, bro, like you had to adapt, that, bro. COVID-19, it all started last year, like all the way up until now, but who knows how long it's going to take. Um, so, eventually, bro, like from 2016, I was doing a lot of sports, bro. I got like player of the year, like three times had collagen Colts, bro all of these awards and then I started running Zumba classes, bro, and then um, going to gyms, man, and then just kind of built from there, bro. I just learned um, a lot more about resilience, bro, and um, bro, just staying committed to things. And so that just kind of built around my whole family story. I was like, man, um, this is cool, bro. I can use what I've learned from where I came from um, and to just, bro, not only bettering myself, bro, but bettering the people around me. Um, So 2016, 2017, bro, I was just, bro, I was doing, I was taking, I was running classes, bro, not to say, like, you would say, like, personal training, bro, but I was just doing for fun, bro. I was getting, excuse me, I was getting heaps of people come and train on a Saturday morning, and then running Zumba classes, bro, and then from there, 2016, 2017, um, uh, to 2000 and at the end of 2018, slowly finding myself and just speaking, speaking to, you know, a few people uh, and then eventually just evolved around, uh, you know, speaking events and motivational speaking. Um, but you know where it came about, man, uh, how I clicked onto it was one of the gym classes I was at, it was a workout class. At the end of it, because I bro, just, I don't know, but I was just finding, I found myself, um, You know, just talking to other people like, man, you can do this, bro. You can do that, man. Keep going. Keep pushing. Just encouraging other people. I didn't know at the time, bro. It was just coming out of nowhere. At the end of the class, bro, an old lady walks up to me and she goes, she must have been in her like like, mid-60s, like early 70s. And she goes, thank you so much for, you know, for pushing us and believing on it. Bro, that moment right there, that one moment right there, bro, I was like, fuck, where did this come from? You know, and so because of that, lady bro, that just kind of grew into that. Oh man, I could do something with this, and so I just started speaking to people, bro. I started going around, bro. I was turning up to trainings like thirty minutes earlier than everyone else, leaving thirty minutes later than like uh, than everyone else. at had footy classes. Um, I was doing extra training, bro. I was running for an hour early in the morning. Bro, I was probably training twice, bro, almost three times a day, almost three times a day, and that just kind of grew from there, bro. And then. People would ask me, like, man, like, can we catch up? I really need to talk to you. Bro, I have husbands. I have wives, like, even right now, Miss Jimmy, bro, I need to catch up with you. Um, but 2000, 2016 was building a foundation, solidifying the foundation, 2017, 2018 was building and growing on it, like, building Relentless more, bro, becoming a lot more broad with the message um, and just speaking to people, uh, you know, speaking on topics like resilience. But really breaking it down, bro, because my life, man, um, three key points, bro. I know three pe- I know thousands of people can relate to. One is working extremely hard, but still feeling undervalued. Because I know sometimes we always think, Fuck, man, I'm doing all of this hard work for nothing. So we feel worthless. Number two, um, bro, we're, we're all wanting to change somehow, but, but we just don't know how to. Well, deep down inside of us, bro, we're wanting to change, bro. There's just something more that we're wanting, but we just don't know how to take the first step. And then the last one, bro, honestly, the, bro, it's... The last one I know majority of everyone, bro, can relate to, bro, is that we're too busy trying to make everyone us happy.
0: Yeah, hundreds.
1: Those three key points, bro, is what I spoke on on resilience. Because when you break it down, bro, I, after leaving events, bro, I have people coming up and crying on my shoulder. But that's just because I'm sharing my message, bro, what I've learned from home. You know, I didn't know at the time, bro, now just breaking, like, bro, breaking everything down from points, you know, touching on people's pain points, um, and to now just having people come up and, man, thank you, and So that's how it all built up, bro, 2016, building a foundation, 2017, 2018, just growing a lot more, 2019, last year to now, bro, just really um expanding on it um now 2019 bro was a lot more speaking engagements um speaking events but due to like the COVID 19 coming uh late last year my engagements were slowly being cut short you know it's, it was just out of my hands bro. Uh, government they you know they didn't want anybody physically um you know getting in contact with other people they were just too uh, worried about you know others catching COVID 19 bro so I really wanted to get my message out there but because my engagements were cut short my events were cut short i still wanted to get the message out there and so that i branched out into a clothing brand no websites no no website no no emails but literally i've just had i've had loads of orders go out of my ass bro going to germany going to france going to man to canada U.S., Texas, Colorado—all of these places I never dreamed of reaching, bro. I started the clothing brand; it's all good, but it's the message. The reason why I say there are, the reason why I speak of confidence, bro, is because people are not buying into the clothing brand. People are buying into the meaning and the story behind the name. That's what they're buying into, and that's why there are shitloads of orders flying out the door, bro. This is without a website and without an email,
0: and that's yeah, why you get with that sort
1: Oh, cause. Bro, right after this phone call, bro, I've got to, I've got to organize the remaining of the orders, and then I've got to follow up with a few more emails, bro, from, from customers, from, um, because I just gave them my personal email, just something for them to get in contact. Apart from like my socials, yeah, bro, you got to make do what you have, man. Um, but yeah, bro, just, man, uh, orders going on nowhere, bro. It's only hoodies and it's only shirts, bro no pants no nothing bro but there were just shitloads going out the door I, my sister just left bro because she was helping me she was giving me a hand um packing orders bro and then taking them to the post office so uh it's all hectic man but i just know it's a it's a, it's a good thing it's a good thing in the uh, in disguise bro so how good
0: let's uh, i want to talk a bit more about the clothes but before i do i just want to touch on these three points so obviously hard work, yeah, that was kind of born born into you, you know? You're doing seasonal work from the age of six, like it's all you've ever known. Right from the get-go, bro. How, how did you feel coming to Australia and seeing the work ethic in Australia?
1: The work ethic here in Australia? Is it, what do you mean, like in general, like what I see in general?
0: Or and You must have noticed the difference straight away. Oh, uh, Bro, you know what it is,
1: bro? Like, I come here, I don't know if it's just me. Like, I, um, bro, I probably, because I come here, I, I don't know if this answers your question, bro, but I know, um, the reason why I wanted to leave my home, bro, because I wanted to break the cycle with something different, bro, break into something different. Um, but I noticed there are a lot of, I can speak on it because I've got experience on it. Um, I just noticed there are a lot of Polynesians, bro, in construction and sports, bro, and, um and music but that's what i've noticed and i know if i can speak firsthand bro that polynesians bro. they do have work ethic hard work ethics but so that's um that's something that i noticed um bro, um i i could easily go in and get into get into construction bro but then that just defeats the purpose of my message so um Bro, it's just really just kind of filtering to something different bro.
0: otherwise bro i'll just be following and the sheep. still transferring that work ethic it's just into building something of your own that's right that's right and, and you know what bro that, yes, um, like it's the same as me with the gym like having that building something of your own like you're way um more inclined to to do the extras yeah man
1: a hundred percent bro um and i think it just becomes second nature like knowing that you've come from a world like a hard work ethic background, um, yeah, but it just comes second nature, But doing the extra work, bro, it's almost just the norms for you, um, but in terms of, like, putting the hard work but into something different that you're not, you're not really used to seeing back at home, bro, that's, that, that was literally, like, a challenge for me, um, but, you know, tough times create tough
0: people. 100%. Your point, too, was about change. What do you, what do you say to the people who are scared of the change? Because that's a big thing that I see and not prepared to stick to the commitment it takes, as well. You know what, bro? Like, um, and I've
1: always been, bro. There are literally, like, I, I follow so many people, bro. On um, and when I say so many people, bro, I follow people who um who are about their lifestyle, bro, who are about like taking risks and um, you know, taking their first step. If I was to if if any if I was to say anything to those people, bro, who are scared about taking like making a change. The biggest thing for me, bro, is number one, the environment that you're in and the people you're surrounding yourself with. Bro, because 99% of the time, bro, you're surrounding yourself with your close mates. But who are your close mates to you? Are they people that are just wanting to hang out with you, bro, and just get in the piss, or, you know, just go have, bro, fucking spend money at dinners or, you know, parties? Or are you with people, bro, who are, like, genuinely wanting to see you succeed and wanting, like, you know... Bro, to really back you on whatever you're what you're dreaming for, whatever you're setting your goals for. That's what it is, bro. Two things. What type of environment that you're in, or you know, what you know the type of groups that you're surrounding yourself with. Because that's the biggest thing, bro. Number the biggest thing, bro, is influence. We'll easily influence people, bro. Like we get influenced easily by the society, they went the environments, they went the people that we're surrounding
0: ourselves with. And that's what it is. Love it. Point three. And like we all do it, we always make everyone else happy before we do ourselves. Like, what's some tips of putting yourself first? Because we all know if we um, put ourselves first, then we're going to show up better for everyone else.
1: You know what, bro? Um, I don't know if you've—I um, don't know if you've heard of her Have you ever heard of a? Um, bro, she's phenomenal. Her name is Lisa Nichols. Have you ever heard of her? Yeah, no, I haven't. Bro, I highly recommend you look her up, bro. Like she's, bro, she's phenomenal, man. But she's got some very powerful points, so. Uh, gee I bro because literally like it just comes natural to us, we all want to be liked, we all want to be liked bro we 're fueled by people giving us really good comments, bro because deep down inside bro there's something missing about us, so we we think, oh, okay, maybe we can um chasing this temporary happiness you know can can solve all the issues bro now, fuck that, bro a lot of people dig our heads in the sand bro come back up hoping all the issues are gone um. As I say before, bro, I think number one, bro, is just, fuck, man, are you, are you really doing yourself a favor, bro, and, um, you know, fucking pretending to be this person, uh, you know, just to get the likes and comments, bro, because at the end of the day, bro, you're digging yourself a hole, not anyone else. Um, so I think if I was to give a tip, bro, uh, I'd say, bro, you know what? Fuck it. Give that fuck all attitude, bro, and just really focus on yourself, bro. I think focusing on yourself is probably one of the one things that we overlook bro um because it just sounds so simple but it's one thing that we really struggle on really honing down and just focusing on stuff bro we're too busy trying to make everyone else happy and then while trying to make everyone else happy we're pushing all our dreams we're pushing all our dreams and our goals aside um and then you just come home feeling like shit bro because what did you achieve
0: yeah how you made someone
1: else happy bro but what did you do for yourself
0: yeah when was your first kind of collection drop with um, Relentless?
1: Oh man, fuck! Uh, first collection drop. When was it? But I think like, and it's not even it's not even official collection drops, bro. This is these are like all pre-orders. I just put a couple of different color shirts with the logo on, bro. Um, and it just blew up from that. Uh, I think it was about. Like probably, probably, about two, two months ago, two, two months ago, I think I two months ago. I feel good that
0: it's already internationally um, recognized. Bro, cuz not even on the library from my
1: Polynesian brother. Sometimes, bro, I have to pinch myself and I lock myself in my room, bro, because it just gets so emotional. Because people, man, knowing that your brand that you've worked years on, um, not really worked years on, but you've, you've had because it just it's, it's something emotional that's attached to. you. Um, and knowing that the name represents your family and your upbringing, and then knowing bro, show of people are buying it overseas. Uh, bro, like, uh, bro, I've shared a couple of tips, man. I've shared a couple of tips because it just gets emotional people knowing that people are buying your, your, your brand. Cause that's a blessing.
0: I'm sure like we talk about all of this, like what are some of the lessons that you felt like you've been kicked in the guts along the way? Um, yeah, bro, lessons. Um, number one, bro, is, uh,
1: patience. Patience is, uh, patience is, was, it, it's definitely a massive one, man. Like I've had this name for four years, four years in the making, bro, to now just, um, having a go. So patience is, uh, patience is a big one. Um, commitment. Commitment not only to, to, you know, to your vision, bro, but commitment to yourself. Bro, nobody's going to do it for you. I oh, It's as cliche as it sounds, man, no one's going to do it for you but yourself. Um, it, it's just so true, bro. You've got to be your biggest cheerleader. You've got to be your biggest supporter. You can have your sisters and all that, bro, but nothing's going to start unless you take that first step. So being committed to yourself, um, being patient, bro. just think, think long-term game. Too many of us chasing temporary short-term goals, which is good, bro. Like, I guess, in a way, having short-term goals is good, um, but I, the biggest one is just temporary happiness, bro. We're too busy trying to chase this whole temporary happiness just make us feel good, but the long game... Is a big one that um, we really need to just marry. We gotta marry the whole bro, we're in it for the long run, um, being committed to ourselves and just being patient. That's what it is.
0: Yeah. How good. How do you feel when you see someone else that you don't know wearing your clothes, tagging you in your um, Instagram and stuff? Oh,
1: bro, cause I, it just feels good, man. Bro. But right now, bro, like my my inbox is just it's it's it, it, it's full of people from like a lady from yesterday lady yesterday uh, and her partner uh, she's from Texas she sent me she sent me photos and then there was another lady who purchased 12 uh, 12 items for her cheerleading group so she bought 12 items just for cheerleading group because uh, she bro she related like she relates big time to the to the meaning behind it and that's what she's based her cheerleading um, and her gymnastics around like the the, the key values of um, man, just being persistent and being resilient, but also remaining um, true to yourself, bro, and just keeping
0: to your core values and your morals. Yeah. And that's why she bought for a year. And you mentioned leaving a full-time job. How did that come about? And was that a big- Oh, man. Bro, honestly, like, probably, um,
1: bro, because I'm just all about, man, if it's, if it's not doing me any good in the long run, um, then I've got to change, bro. Um, I've got to make some shifts. How did it come about? Um, yeah, bro, it was a little um, it was a little scary, bro, because you know, I've I've grown up in a I've got a background where I've just used to like a routine where I wake up early hours in the morning, um, you know, I've got a routine, I get changed, and then go to work, come back, and it's that all over again. So um, yeah, it was a little scary, bro, but like the same time, man, I was just like, bro, if I, you know, if worst case scenario, bro, I could just get another shitty job. Um, but I just know myself, bro. Like I'm at a point where where I know myself really well, bro. I'm a hard worker. If nothing falls into place, bro, I can just easily. I, I'm I'm really good at adjusting, at adjusting and adapting to like situations, bro. So that came about, bro. I just pretty much. But I didn't burn. I didn't burn bridges with uh, my boss. I feel, I feel like man, like you know, just keeping those keeping those bridges, man, and just being honest with your boss and just letting him know, hey, look. I'm um, looking at leaving my job, but just know that I wanted you to be part, um, you know, you're part of my my vision, so um, this is what I want, um, and if you're good with it, man, I honestly really appreciate it, if not, then all good, you know, I'm just wishing you the best, so yeah, bro, I just pretty much just quit, um, cold turkey, and um, yeah, bro, three, four months later, man, this is, three months later, this is all happening, so um yeah, man, so now just waiting for the website to come up on Friday.
0: I love that so, you said then that the, what's the worst that happens? I just find another shitty job.
1: Bro, that's what it is, man. You find another shitty job to fund your dreams and your goals, man. Fuck, there's a lot of shitty jobs out there, man. It's just, bro, it's just a matter of, like, man, how do you, like, you know, do you know yourself well enough? You know, I think the biggest thing, bro, is accountability. Yeah. You know yourself deep down, bro, but, bro, if you're a lazy cunt, then fuck, that you. But if you're not, man, you'll know you'll know how to adjust and adapt. You got a pretty spectacular vision board. Tell us about that. Oh, did you see it? Did you? <laughs> did you see it? Bro, I've had I've had messages of people just coming back, fuck, does a mean. Bro, it's 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 not a vision, it's not a vision board, bro. I've made it like my vision wall. Um but I'm not in my room right now, bro. I see shitloads of things everywhere, boxes and clothing everywhere. Um But I need it, um it's positioned. Um specifically in front of me when I first thing, when I walk into the door. Um my two biggest sorry, not my two, four four biggest. you you've probably heard of you probably a few of them. Um one you've got uh you've got Dean Graciosi. Have you heard of him? Dean Graciosi, you got Tony Robbins, you got Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and then you have Gary V. Um I've had them up there, bro, because I feel like I've just listened to like majority of their content. Um Brian, I can relate to them on a you know um on, on, on certain levels um and yeah bro they've just been like my biggest influences man i listen to a lot of their content bro. even when i'm a training um bro maybe just going for a job and then underneath bro you've just got um my dream cars um i've always wanted i read lamborghini bro my missus is always telling me man how are you gonna fit into the lamborghini like, <laughs> bro. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna have a boxing or match with <laughs> yeah. Alright, but um, so yeah, I've got my dream cars section, and then in the middle, I've got my dream houses. Um, most of the dream houses I've got on there, just a lot of space. I just feel like, man, I could where I am right now, bro. Um, I think I'll just be inspiring, you, bro, and just running, um, you know, just real personal events at the houses, bro. You know, personal development, and um, then it just got my family on the right hand side, so um i've put it specifically in front of me so the first thing when i walk into my room i've got a sensor light and that sensor light goes off and it just lights up my vision board so that's the first thing i see before i start work yeah man
0: yeah you made it sound like it's not that spectacular but it's all framed and it's all perfectly laid out yeah
1: bro oh man i just feel like i need i need a room to walk into where i feel inspired bro um otherwise you're just wasting the whole space on the wall man fuck
0: yeah. I, um, my next question was like, who inspires you? But you've kind of nailed it with the four, I guess. Give us a little brief of each one, what you like about each one.
1: Yeah, the, yeah bro, for sure, man. So Dean Graciosi, I've got him up there, bro, because um, he's, bro, literally his book is the first book I ever read. That's the first book I've ever read in my entire life. Um, and it was um, it's called Millionaire Success Habits. Um, so he's got a lot there, bro. And then just since then, reading his book, where I'm just following, been following his journey. Um, Tony Robbins, bro. I see this guy everywhere. I see this guy on social media, bro. Um, and so I just listen to his whole content. Um, Have you done one of his like unleash the power within or anything? I haven't done. Any, I haven't done any of his um his uh his things, bro. I just see him a lot on social media. I just follow him um, on social media, bro. So but I feel like he's just got a lot of impact. um Andrew. Right, everyone. Everyone knows about him. Everyone knows about him. documentary too. Yeah, I think I've only seen. Uh, he's probably got different episodes, bro. But I've seen one of them on Netflix um, a while ago, um, and that was empowering, bro. Like I had my brother sitting with me. Bro. My brother doesn't watch any shit like that, bro. He, bro, anything of personal development, bro, just flies right across his head, man. Like he does. <laughs> but he sat there for the whole documentary. I think it was like, I think it was two hours and a half or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's probably that's probably the one documentary I've seen on Netflix. Um and then you have um then you have Gary V. Fuck, I love Gary V, man. Like pretty much straightforward. Um, but like I try and implement, you know, a few of his um his key points into my life, bro. And I, uh, bro, I just bro, I I like the guy. I yep. really like the guy, bro, straightforward. Um and he's real personable. Fuck, I think he's just Did you see him live in Sydney? I did see him live in Sydney. But yeah, I've seen that, him but Oh, were really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see him. I saw him live in Sydney, bro. Um I think he's just bro. I think he's awesome, man. Um He's got power behind his
0: word, doesn't
1: he? Fuck I don't know what it, I think he's just real personable. I he's just You know what it is, bro, he's just straightforward. I think, you know, what you see is what you get from that guy. Yeah, you know, I feel like he's the same person, like away from social media. So the person that you see on social media, bro,
0: um, I and uh, the cast off the back of that event.
1: Yeah, fuck. How long ago was that? Um, eighteen eight
0: months.
1: Yeah, yeah, eighteen months. Yeah, fuck. Wow. Uh, that, yeah, that's cool, man. Now he's he's very, bro. He's very inspiring, bro. Um, and then Dwayne, uh, The Rock Johnson, bro. Like I've got him personally. I mean, he, he's a Polynesian, bro. And, um, just an all-around all, all around, um, good guy. I think I like, um, bro, just his work ethic. Work ethic in the gym, work ethic at his job. They do, like, fuck, this guy is the most followed American guy in America. And he's Polynesian, bro. Fuck, this is mad. Um, so I've got him up on there, bro. Um, and those guys are pretty much like, what those are the four guys, bro, that I look up to. I just... Man, I feel like if I really want to get to places, man, I've just got to listen to the people, bro, and just model
0: what works. Yeah, you don't have to rewrite the book, do you? Just do what yeah, works. That's,
1: that's right, bro. That's right, man. Um, and, yeah, man. You the
0: reading there. What do, where does reading fit into your life now?
1: Yeah, bro, like um, since, bro, one, two, right now, bro, I'm probably, I'm at the, uh, I'm reading, uh, bro, David Goggins. Have you heard of um, his book? Can't hurt me. Fuck, bro. That's that's a mid one. I'm um, I'm bro halfway through that one. Reading, bro. I try and do as much reading as I can, man. So, um, but I'll, probably maybe just recently only because of like the orders flying in and out, bro. Um, that's probably the one thing that's just been taking my time a lot, like a lot of my time, packing orders, sending orders, and all of that. Yeah.
0: And how does training fit into your day? How do you feel when you do train? How do you feel when you don't train?
1: Oh, fuck, bro. When I don't train, bro, I feel like I like. Uh, Bro, when I don't train, bro, I just feel like shit. Um, so I try and uh, I try and just maybe squeeze in about forty-five to fifty minutes of a workout in the morning, um, and then I I try and like I block out five hours just to do what I can for relentless, five six hours for relentless, and then just by the time, bro, it's just uh it's it's time to go to the gym again. So I try and go twice a day, um, but I'm a big boy, bro. I'm I I sit at one hundred and twenty-seven kgs, bro, but I'm probably the fittest that I've ever been. Yeah.
0: Are good. I think that's all the questions I'd sort of written out for you. Let me just fire four quick questions at you. The best piece of advice you've ever been given?
1: Uh, best piece of advice that I've been given? Um, but, uh, I've got a lot of like, but I've had a lot of advices given to me, but I think the biggest advice, bro, is just um, bro, focus on you. I think that's the best advice um, that I've been given, focusing on you first.
0: What's your definition of success
1: um bro if you're doing something that makes you happy that's my definition of success bro
0: yeah how good where will you where do you want where do you want to be and where do you want relentless to be in five years
1: yeah bro um so i made a video about nine months ago um saying that i wanted bro i wanted to relentless mentioned and spoken of on a daily basis but you hear people speak about Gucci, you hear people speak about Louis Vuitton, Nike, um, Adidas, all of those, um, all of those, um, those big brands, but big boy brands. I made a video uh, nine months ago, um, saying that bro, I want Relentless to be out there, bro, globally in about five years, ten, five, ten years time. But it's all happened within the space of nine, nine months. Um, so in about five years time, bro, I want you, Relentless. Um, bro, literally, ultimately, I want Relentless to be like a globally known brand. Um, and I just see it unfolding right before my eyes, bro. See countries that I've never heard of, bro, just putting orders through. So um, that's where I want it to be, man.
0: Let's break it down, go one year. What will you be doing in one year? Uh, one
1: year, bro? Ah, uh, fuck, bro, I never really... Um, bro, one year, I want to... I don't want to be opening any stores. I, I don't want to be opening stores. I think I'll be running everything online um and one year's time bro i want to be in uk the biggest one has been uk for me um and us bro so those are two countries bro that i'm really um banging on bro focusing on bro knocking on doors um when you've got this website
0: up and going
1: oh friday man friday bro it's a fucking pain in the butt bro you know what man like it's um bro i don't have any I don't have knowledge of coding and everything, bro, so I've got someone helping me out of it, bro, but I, I've got a basic knowledge of images going in, importing videos, and putting information in. Um, it'll all be done on Friday. Um, this currency fucking converter, man, is really pinching me in the ass, man. It's so, it's technical, bro, but I think I'm just going to start off with just the Australian converter, um, but it'll be up on Friday, bro. Um, so anybody who orders outside of Australia, man, um, the email will be there for them just to message me through if they have any issues, man. So Friday will be when the website launches.
0: Um, do you have a favourite
1: quote? Favourite quote? Um, yeah, bro. Um, you can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. You can't teach people how to become happy, bro, if you're not happy with yourself. That's my favourite, bro. I I I speak on it time and time again, man. Yeah, you so can't pour from an empty cup, yeah.
0: Um, where can people find you if anyone wants to grab themselves some clothes the website obviously from Friday
1: yeah from Friday bro the website will be up Um, but apart from that bro you'll find me on um, we just created a new Insta for Renetless Uh, but apart from that you can find me on my personal uh, Ty Lauti on Instagram and you can find me on Facebook uh, Renetless or you can find me on TikTok um bro dancing man uh bro i just bro i love dancing with my sisters bro and my brothers so you'll find me on that bro under lauti brothers i wish okay. i would have knew that. Nah, i would have fired some questions how <laughs> good
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah bro uh, man but yeah that's that's where you can find me anyways bro thanks for your time i really really appreciate it Nah, thanks for that logan awesome bro really appreciate it bro.
1: i'm sick of us not doing this right that's why i think i've you from my life no more I'm sick of us not doing this right That's why I think I'm cutting you for my life No more Wasted energy spending the pace for every hour of waste I need an escape to center me And I don't mean to make a rush for the door But times a currency I'm currently poor I'll be leaving it soon I don't mean to be rude But this scene ain't for me Like your mom seeing your
0: news like Thanks for listening guys If you like this Make sure you jump over and leave a review uh, Also take a screenshot of this And pop it on your Instagram story And tag me in it Till next time, later.